Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, ladies and gentlemen, yours truly here. I've still not had my original Twitter account reinstated at All I Do Is Owen that had the hundreds of thousands of followers. Really hoping to get that back. But my beard, yes, my beard has a Twitter account. And it apparently follows the Pete Santilli show. I I follow the Pete Santilli show, so I suppose my beard does too. And so yesterday, Pete Santilli, you know, he got a little curious. We still don't know whose baggie was found in the White House. And what about finders keepers, lost and found? Pete Santilli got a little curious about the status of the Biden baggie. So he called the White House to inquire. White House. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, you? Good, good, good. Uh, my name is uh, Pete Santilli, and um, I wanted to, just a two-part question. Do you have like a lost and found there, number one? Number two, uh, I understand uh, the, the Secret Service announced that you're no longer investigating the cocaine and nobody's going to be prosecuted. Can I claim that cocaine? Um, since you guys aren't investigating, can I go to Boston Found? The who's found at the White House? Is there I'm anybody? Yeah, I want to. I want to. You sound so nice. I'll slow down. I'm sorry. I wanted to speak with somebody in Lost and Found um, uh, regarding the baggie of cocaine. Now I understand you're not investigating anymore, so I guess the coast is clear. I can claim the cocaine, right? It was left at the White House. Nobody's going to be prosecuted, and there's no investigation, so I just. Okay, think, so are you, are you on joke time? Am I what? Are you on joke time? Am I on what? Joke time. So why would you call here and ask you could ask could you claim that? This is the White House, right? So why would you call here and ask could you claim that? Because it's not illegal. Anymore. Because I heard that there's it's no longer being investigated. Okay, so why would you call here and claim that? Why would I? Yes. It's not, a, I mean, if it sounds like a joke, imagine how we feel about what's going on over there at the White House. You got cocaine okay, people. Okay, so why would you call here and claim something like that? Why, why wouldn't I? Because I want some cocaine. Why it's, would you? Why would I? It's cocaine. Why would you not? Would you not want to do? Won't you just, sir, sir. Uh, yeah. Sir, won't you just go purchase it? Purchase it. Why purchase it? Why I can get it for free? I tell you what. I might have to send Pete. I was talking to Pete earlier. He, I, I had to congratulate him on uh, that that hilarious segment there on his show earlier. And you know, Pete, a lot of people are requesting Hunter Biden's phone number right now because they're trying to they're trying to score. They're trying to score a, a bag of coke. So if the White House isn't going to hand it over, maybe he can get in touch with Hunter Biden and find out the source for himself. But see, isn't it perfect? Because, oh, of course, Pete Santilli doing a, a, a comedic bit there, but it's like, oh, what are what is this, a joke? What are you in joke town? What are you in joke town? You, you're the one in the White House with, with bags of cocaine getting found laying around, and then they tell us we have no idea whose it is and we'll never be able to know either, so stop asking questions. But it's definitely not Hunter Biden's. And he was definitely not tweaking during the 4th of July celebration. Yes. Man, I love a good 
I love a good radio bit like that. Great job, Pete Santilli. Uh, we're not done here with a good laugh, though. Here, let's get serious, actually. Let's go to Kamala Harris speaking at an event yesterday. Look, guys, the White House is not a joke. These are very serious people. Here's Kamala Harris. Well, I think culture is it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? Mm. And, and, and present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. Mm-hmm. And... And we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment. That is a reflection of joy because, you know, Mm. it Mm. comes in the morning. (laughs) We have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way. I am floored. My IQ just shot up. title for the show to the crew today and i'm sitting here looking at the desk and there's no nothing really too big developing as far as today is concerned we've had some big stories this week what's going on in ukraine obviously the biden baggie some economic news some political news but i'm thinking all right what's the title for today and this is just the state that we're in. This is just the state that we're in. Babies are being ripped from their mothers right after birth and given to sexual kink men who want to breastfeed for sexual pleasure. That was fun coming up with that one. But it's even worse. Oh, it's even worse than what we've seen. We showed a video earlier this week where a man with a sexual kink for nipple play, I'm not trying to do shock jock stuff here, folks. Believe me, I don't like talking about this stuff. It's kind of like, because it's like either you want to go over the ledge and just be like Howard Stern and just accept that you're just going to do the gross talk, but it's like trying to navigate it in the political world. It's just... But no, I mean, we showed the videos of, of of gay men that like to dress like women that have nipple kinks. And so they have little sex toys. They attach their nipples. They'll probably show your child how to do this in first grade. And they say, I, I, I like my nipple clamps. It gives me sexual pleasure. And then they get to adopt a baby, and now they're quote-unquote chest feeding the baby as they film themselves getting off in a sexual way. Well, it gets even stranger now. It gets even stranger now 
and 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 I, I've accepted. You know, you you are going to make your own decisions in life about morals and values and principles, and and successful cultures and civilizations have common morals and values and principles. That's that's what builds successful civilizations, and 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 cultures that sustain. But I, I've learned that trying to apply my own morals or any of this to political discussions or cultural discussions is really a waste of time. But if you can't clearly see what's going on when you have newborn babies being ripped from their mother and given over to men that have sexual kinks, you, you, it, it just, that's it, man. I mean, that's, that's the total breakdown of civilization. That's the total breakdown of culture. And when you allow that or you promote that, you're doomed. But I'm already talking about this odd, twisted story we're going to be covering today. So we'll show you more videos of what's going on here. And, you know, the debate about should a gay couple be allowed to adopt, we can have the debate. When you're ripping a newborn baby away from the mother, and then you, and then you hand it over to, to a couple gay men, You've just you've just completely broken the natural cycle of bringing in a, a healthy human to the world. The contact with the mother, the skin to skin, the continuation of that contact and nurturing and care, just everything that comes with that. And you just rip it away. But see, that's what it is. We're not trying to build humans for the future. Humans are just like a number. Humans are just like a commodity now. So, so this gay couple needs a, a new handbag. Oh, no, never mind. They need a new kid. But see, it's the same thing. It's a commodity. It's serving a purpose. It's not about bringing another life into the world. It's not about continuing a tradition or a culture or, or wanting to build a lineage, a future. No, it's a commodity. It's, I want to have a baby as a commodity, like a handbag. I want to have a baby so I can pretend I'm breastfeeding because it makes me feel good. And now you're using innocent children in this kink, degenerate world that we live in. So, but everybody's sharing this video. Mainstream news, all sharing this video. Newborn baby, ripped from the mother, given to a gay couple. And, and these are, they might be nice guys. I don't know. But they do this whole thing of, oh my gosh, oh, it's a baby, oh, and it's just, it's so fake. It's so fake. And to think about all the mothers and what they go through when it comes to childbirth, and then and then the real response that they have with a kid and, and holding the child and everything they go through, and then to sit here and have two men jumping up and down like fairies, like, oh, we've had a baby, we've had a baby. It's honestly, it's ins- I think that's more insulting to women than even the whole trans stuff. Two men hopping up and down like they just got a, they just want a free vacation on the Price is Right because a baby just got ripped from its mother's arms and given to them. And, and and hey, even tell me, well, maybe the mother agreed to it. The mother signed off to it. It's all fine. That might be the case. 
Why are we doing this? Why are we ripping babies right out of their mother's arms? If you want to be a good parent, you should say, well, at least I should probably let the mother hold the child as it goes through the proper nurturing process. No, it's bring me my new handbag. Bring me my new Rolex. Bring me my new baby now. I want to jump up and down and film it for the internet and pretend like I just gave birth. But I'm getting off track. So we've also got some economic news. We do have some political news. Uh, Some of the news I didn't get to yesterday, like why is Elon Musk suing Mark Zuckerberg and his new app Threads that has already failed in my eyes. But no, this lawsuit actually might be significant. And I think people are missing the bigger picture here. Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg has a history of stealing other people's ideas and using them as his own. There's a whole movie about it. Did he do that again? Did Mark Zuckerberg use an end around to steal intellectual property and launch threads? Elon Musk uh, seems to think so. So, hmm, what does that tell you? More news from the CDC, the vaccines. They just can't, you just can't get enough of these vaccines. Uh, They're telling you now, you're just, it's it's over for you. You're going to get sick and die. So you need to take three vaccines a month now. Serious, that's what they're promoting. Just absolute insanity. We've also got a couple great guests coming on today as well. We've got a great activist, and he's on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. He does his own stuff going out on the streets. Bo Diddle, and he's just been doing such a great job. I've known of him for a while, but but some of his most recent work has has really been uh, he's he's been upping his he's been upping his level, if you will. So we're going to get him on today. And, you know, he goes out just like I do, and just, he, you know, he just gets attacked. Just this nice young man, nice young Christian man. And he just gets attacked by leftists, and, you know, it's just the same crap. So we're going to talk to him today. And then Tommy Robinson has a new documentary coming out, Silenced. And, of course, the media is attacking him again. He's, he's not allowed to have free speech, so his, his, his new documentary is already being attacked by the media. So you get that. That's what you get. And then we've got some other news we're going to be covering and video clips as well. But it is Friday. It is Friday, July 7th, 2023. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And as I said, whoever submits using hashtag Patriot Points on Twitter, by the end of the show, whoever has the most Patriot Points, with your submission on Twitter, hashtag Patriot Points, You will be getting a free limited edition t-shirt in the size of your choice and a bonus gift. So, but that happens at the end of the show today. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store and InfoWars Life not at a probiotic for more than three years? The answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, it's something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.
We have three original, one-of-a-kind toothpaste designed by my father, a dentist, at InfoWarsStore.com that don't have fillers, that are filled with high-quality essential oils and more. We have the turmeric toothpaste, we have the ultimate tooth whitening with coral calcium toothpaste, and we have the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste, again, with a whole bunch of key essential oils that are so good, not just for your teeth and your gums, but your whole mouth, your throat, and more. These are really game-changing toothpaste. They're very, very strong. Most over-the-counter toothpaste have fluoride, ours don't, and it doesn't have fillers in it. It is just chock full of incredible things that God gave us through Mother Nature. So, it's now back in stock. It became a bestseller. The turmeric toothpaste is available again at InfoWorkStore.com. We're selling out of the tooth whitening toothpaste. We've got some of that left. And we also have some of the amazing activated charcoal toothpaste in stock, but it's running out as well. So all three toothpaste in stock for a limited time, InfoWorkStore.com. War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Well, the Democrats have been in control of Washington, D.C. for some time. And they've also passed really strict gun control in the District of Columbia. So you'd think violent crime and gun crime would be down, right? I mean, that's the liberal logic. Restrict the guns and crime goes down. Oh, wait. Nope, hasn't worked once for the Democrats. Listen to this heartbreaking story of a mother whose young daughter got shot in a random drive-by in clip four. She was so sweet. She don't, she don't mess with nobody. <laughs> People watching this will ask, why was she at that area in Southeast last night? She said she met someone in Instagram. Someone watching this, if they know who killed your daughter... What do you want them to do? Please let me know who killed my daughter. She don't deserve this. She's only 21 years old. And she was a good girl. She, she was a good girl. She... I mean, you can just see there. It's incredibly tragic. A mother who's just, who's, who feels she's lost everything, who, who's lost her world. And it's just a another useless drive-by shooting, bullet gone astray, killed an innocent person. And it just happens too often. Now, look, I could I could do this every day. I could just pull shooting stories out of Chicago, run by Democrats, gun control. St. Louis, run by Democrats. Baltimore, run by Democrats. Washington, D.C., run by Democrats. New York City, run by Democrats. Detroit run by Democrats, and I could just I could just follow shootings in, in, in those cities and a few other run by Democrats, and I could fill three hours a day on that story. But we don't do that. And we're just supposed to accept that if you live in a major city run by Democrats. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a shooting incident every week and and people are innocent people are going to get shot and die. Cuz gun control works, right? So we just don't even cover it. Now, is that any more or less tragic than somebody dying of the vaccine? 
Is that any more or less tragic than a Democrat aborting, killing their child? Is it any less tragic than an individual who goes and dies in Death Valley? And the media says, see, global warming. We got Death Valley where people used to go to die. No, we're just told, hey, you're just supposed to accept that. Well, what are they really asking us to accept? What are they really asking us to accept when I'm not supposed to cover it and make it a big deal every day? But I could. I could 365 days a year find a random shooting where innocent people die in a Democrat-run city every single day. I could do that every single day. But that's just, that's supposed to not be a tragedy that our nation is facing. That's that's not supposed to be something. That's just par for the course. So this is what they're asking us to accept. That Democrats that run these cities are trying to stop violence by limiting law-abiding citizens' access to guns. And at the same time, the Democrats that run these cities are defunding the police. We're also told to accept that white people and white supremacy are the biggest threats that you face and that a white person is your biggest danger when you go out at night, and that's what Joy Reid says, but we all know the truth. We all know that the crime statistics show that crimes are at an unreal ratio committed more often by black people than by white people. And then, and then so, so you now, the American, you're now just supposed to accept all this. You're supposed to accept that Democrats run your cities into crime-ridden, third-world countries, status, poverty zones, and that the white people are going to be blamed for everything when you know damn well it ain't white people going out and gangbanging, shooting people every night. And you're just supposed to accept that, American. That's the Democrat Party sheet music. So we don't we don't we don't mourn. We don't mourn the loss of in this nation. We don't mourn the losses of all the innocent people that get shot in inner city Democrat run city violence, gun control city violence. We don't mourn those losses. We're told to accept it. And we're told it's your fault specifically if you're a white American. Oh, but it gets better. I'll show you on the other side. So, so now people are fleeing the cities. And it's not just white people, by the way. It's anybody that wants to raise a family in a safe neighborhood. So it's, it's, it's all kinds of American families. Oh, and so now liberals are realizing, hey, people are moving out of our cities and they're avoiding all the taxes that we have on them. And now we're operating at a deficit and nobody wants to live here anymore. And guess what? They have a solution. I bet you can guess what it is. But so we're just supposed to accept it. Okay. Okay. And also, you're not allowed to report crime. Colorado grocery store employee fired for filming shoplifters stealing $500 in laundry detergent. So so this 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 lunatic here looks like a looks like a nice libtard, a nice vegan libtard steals a bunch of laundry detergent 
And this guy just starts filming and just walks out and says, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what you doing there? Just polite, just films him. You know, he knows he knows what he's doing. And then he gets fired. So, so again, you're just supposed to accept this. You're just supposed to accept this. You're not supposed to care. And if you do care, you're a racist. If you do care, you're a bigot and a transphobe and a homophobe. And, and what else are you? An insurrectionist, a, a, a conspiracy theorist, because you want to live in a safe neighborhood and you want to find problems and find solutions. But in order to find solutions, you got to be honest about the problem. We're not even allowed to talk about the problem here in Austin. Jordan Moorhead is a local real estate agent here. He had an emergency last night. He called 911. Guess how long it took them to pick up? 12 and a half minutes. 12 and a half minutes. Boy, I hope you're not a woman and somebody's uh, stalking you and, and maybe about to rape you and you call 911. They ain't answering. And, you know, I'm, I, I've had to call 911 not for anything like life or death emergency, but I've had a few instances where yeah i've had to call 911 and no they ain't coming in fact i was in a little fender bender earlier this year and the guy that uh who, who whose car i collided with was from I, I don't remember where somewhere out of state ohio or something and so we pull over and he's like hey i'm gonna call the cops i was like well you're just gonna waste your time he's like what do you mean i'm like they're not gonna answer and they're not gonna come he's like well what do you mean we just had a serious accident here I said, oh, well, I, look, I'm not trying to run anywhere. You go in and call the cops. He calls the cops. He waits five minutes. They say, yeah, we're not coming. There's nothing we can do. And he's like, how does this, how do you guys operate like this? We don't. Liberals are destroying Austin. Democrats are doing it here, too. July 4th, 2023 is here. Declare independence against the globalists, against Klaus Schwab, against the WF, against the UN and their new worldwide medical treaty claiming control over not just our nation states' medical systems, but our very bodies. Declare independence against the federal government that's been captured at the top by globalist operatives. Declare independence against Big Pharma and GMO and Bill Gates. Declare independence against Satan and his entire operation against you and your family. And the place to join the resistance to fight the new world order and to get the latest information and intel is Infowars.com, Newswars.com, and Band.video. And if you can't share those links because a big brother, you can share currently a URL or not blocking MadMaxWorld.tv. We're fighting hard. You're fighting hard. And I want to salute you all on this July 4th, 2023, and encourage you all to spread the word about InfoWars.com and get amazing products at InfoWarsStore.com today. That's InfoWarsStore.com. Declare independence for tyranny now. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. This broadcast contains subject matter that may offend liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. You know, there was also a story. Another individual shot in D.C. I guess less tragic because it wasn't a young girl, perhaps. So it didn't. But it did, it did make the headlines. It was all over the news. In fact, it was a it was a translator from the war in Afghanistan. And so the story played out. The narrative was 
man survives tours in Afghanistan to come home and get shot in Washington, D.C. But but that's that's it. That's everything. It's, oh, you know, we go to war zones and that's really bad and we salute the troops, but that's really good and they're doing the right thing. But the truth is you go down Chicago, you go to D.C., wrong part of St. Louis, that is more dangerous than serving a tour in Iraq or Afghanistan. But see, again, we're just told to accept it. Oh, young volleyball player gets ran over and paralyzed and has to have her legs amputated because a Soros judge lets criminals back out on the streets. You're just supposed to accept that. Man who was interpreter for United States and Afghanistan killed in D.C. working as Lyft driver. And you see these young kids and they're black. And it's pretty obvious what's going on. Probably fatherless households raised by gangster rap culture and you hear them on video as they're running away they i guarantee you they regret shooting this guy but you hear him running away and he's like he was going for his waist he was pulling a gun he was going to pull on me and so these kids are running around dc late at night thinking they're thugs and and think this guy driving a car is about to pull a gun on them and so they decide to shoot him and and i mean who knows what their punishment's going to be But that's how it goes down. And we're just supposed to accept all this, by the way. So, what's happening? People are moving out of the cities in droves. Mass exodus in the cities. And I think the reasons are pretty obvious. Highest taxes are in the cities. Highest crime rates are in the cities. Most poverty, I mean, just just everything. The cities are falling apart, infrastructure collapsing, Democrat Party politics are destroying it. If you send your child to a Democrat school in the inner cities that's run by Democrats, they're going to be indoctrinated. Yeah, and so people are responding to the Jordan Moorhead tweet that I covered in the last segment. They're saying, yep, happens to me all the time. That's what you get here. And, and, and guess what? Austin, Texas has seen a massive surge in violence since they defunded the police. Who could have seen that coming? Uh, anybody with a brain. In other words, anybody that's not a Democrat voter or a liberal progressive Democrat. Okay, so people are getting wise and they're saying, I'm getting the hell out of these cities. Democrats are destroying these cities. We got to get out. Or, or even if you're in a blue state, we got to get out of this blue state. We got to get to a conservative state. And so this is happening in mass, but liberals got a problem. Democrats got a problem. Now that people are moving out of their cities, they're not getting the tax revenue they need. And this is a major problem, but they have a solution. So here's resident liberal Democrat Jessica Tarlov on Fox News saying the quiet part out loud in clip six. But I think it's wonderful that there are new boom towns and boom states, and I think that that should be celebrated. I also think that it would be great then if there are these southern 
Republican-controlled states that they start paying their fair share and take care of Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Kentucky because I'm sick of taking care of them from up here in New York or in California because blue states pay the highest taxes, and then those federal dollars get shipped down south to make sure that they have decent schools, they have health care, they have good roads, et cetera. So by all means, South Carolina, Nancy Mace, who wants to take uh, credit for things she voted against, please give some money to Kentucky, help them out. Tommy Tuberville, talk about you all the time. You should be paying more and taking care of your own people instead of feeding off of Democrats that pay higher taxes. Ugh. Now, it's funny, if you're watching, you can see the whole group there on the five where Jessica Tarlov is the resident liberal. They're all just sitting there in disgust like, they're embarrassed. It's like, why do we have to put this mindless twit on the set with us? Why is it that the Democrat solution to all the problems is to take your money? Have you ever figured that? All the solutions to every problem we face is just give the Democrats more money. But listen to her logic. This is insane. So they so so leftists like her vote to raise taxes. Now, if you're paying more in taxes, because let's just think logically here. Let's not jump to any conclusions. If you're paying more in taxes, what do you expect? You expect to have the best infrastructure. You expect to have the safest streets. You expect to have the best schools. I think we get the point. So, okay, you know what? Maybe I do move to an area and I pay the highest taxes, but maybe it's the best area to live in. So I'm okay with paying the highest taxes. But that's not what goes on. The areas run by Democrats where you pay the highest taxes, California, Illinois, New York, all running at a deficit, by the way, they have the worst infrastructures. They have the worst schools. They have the least safe cities. So why would you want to live in an area where you pay the most and you get the least in return? I mean, I could use any kind of analogy here. Uh, say it's, a, say it's a, a gym membership. All right, you signed up for the gym membership. Well, all of a sudden, they start taking stuff away from you, start taking access away from you, but charging you more. You're going to leave that gym. Well, let's say you've got a, a, a streaming service for videos, and you're paying this much per month to have access to those videos. But now they've raised your rates, and they've given you less videos. Well, guess what? You're going to find a new streaming service. That's liberals. That's Democrats. They charge you more and they give you less. And then they complain when you leave. And then when they see you leave, they say, wait a second, you're not getting off that easy. You still owe us money. And you're saying, owe you money. I'm leaving because I'm sick of owing you money. And Jessica Tarlov goes there and says the quiet part out loud. So, but what is the real story here what what is the real political perspective here what is the what is she actually thinking these are totalitarians folks they don't want you to be able to move away from them they don't want you to be able to move away from their tyranny move away from their taxes it drives them nuts that you're leaving new york for texas it drives them nuts that you're leaving california for florida it drives them nuts that you're leaving illinois for montana they can't stand it. They need your money. But they see you fleeing the cities that they've destroyed, and they say, hey, wait a second. We're still going to tax you more. But what's the other side of that equation? Most of these, what she's calling boom towns, 
I mean, there, there's some areas outside of the greater Austin area that you might you might say are kind of growing, coming of age, maybe boom towning. And you know what? You know what happens in those areas? They have the best infrastructure. They have the newest roads, the newest schools, and they're the safest. So people move there and they get out of Democrat run Austin. That makes sense. I'm paying less and I'm getting more. That's common sense. Liberals want you to pay more and get less. And so they have to find a way because they can't afford, they can't even afford their own crap. It's like, when are you going to figure out that all your politicians are stealing your money? How come we can't afford anything? How come we have the highest taxes, but the worst everything? Because your money's getting stolen. But Jessica Tarlov, she says the quiet part out loud. We can't let these people move away from our tyranny. We can't let these people move away from our money theft. We will still find a way. We will still find a way to run your life and take your money. And that's what we deserve to do. And that's what you deserve to receive. These are tyrants. These are totalitarians. These are modern day Democrat progressive liberals. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Infowars.com forward slash show. I'll tell you, the best hope for the future of this country is making the Democrat Party a thing of the past and putting that political party to rest permanently with all the damage, destruction, decay, degeneration they have brought on this country. Couldn't be more obvious. That's why people are fleeing. 
And that's why the Democrats are panicked, saying, well, if you leave our cities, we're still going to make you pay taxes anyway. Wow. That tells it all, doesn't it? That tells it all. All right, before we get back into the news here, folks, remember, the 4th of July sale is extended at InfoWarsStore.com. So not just the huge discounts like 30% off all InfoWars MD products or 50% off BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra and so much more. Double Patriot points with every purchase. Now, I'm telling you about this. I'm emphasizing this because right now we're running a bit of a promotion, a bit of a contest, if you will. Whoever has the most Patriot points in their account at the end of the show today will be receiving a gift from me, and it's going to be a limited edition T-shirt, one that's been in the store in the past and, and, and we don't sell anymore. So it'll be a surprise, but it'll be a good one. I'll take care of you. And then there'll be another little special uh, gift I'll send you too. So uh, the way to get involved is first make your purchase at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your Patriot points rounded up. Take a screenshot of your Patriot points and then upload that to Twitter using hashtag Patriot points. And that's how we uh, source it out and find who has the most. And so at the end of the show, we'll we'll uh, see who has the most Patriot points in their account and we'll reach out via Twitter, get your information and uh, have a gift on the way. So that's just our way of thanking you for shopping at InfoWarsStore.com and reminding you that, hey, you got Patriot points in your account that can be used towards future purchases. So those that have been hoarding and saving their Patriot points, the time has finally come. It's paying off for you. So hashtag Patriot points on Twitter, whoever has the most at the end of the day. That means you can go make a purchase right now and take the lead if you want. Hashtag Patriot points on Twitter, InfoWarsStore.com. Great products, by the way. The supplements, the air filters, the water filters, the emergency food supplies, they're all great. The toothpaste, that's the easiest one. Everybody uses toothpaste. So why not shop at InfoWarsStore.com and get your toothpaste? So there's some of the submissions we've had. We'll let you know the winner at the end of today's transmission, or, or at least that's when the contest is over. All right. We got a lot going on. Let's get back into the news. Liberals, they love free speech. Big fans of free speech. Target refuses to carry new book by conservative Mark Levin out of fear of offending Democrats. Now, there's been such a backlash since this story that they've decided they will now sell Levin's book. Well, that's a good sign. Kind of like with the Bud Light boycott paying off and everything else. We're finally starting to move the needle here. We're finally starting to coalesce and move the needle on issues like this. But it's funny. You never hear about, oh, we're not going to have the pride for kids section. We're afraid of offending Christians. We're never going to have the pride for kids section. We're afraid of offending conservatives. No, they're always afraid of offending liberals. Boy, there's a big story just there, isn't it? Corporations are afraid of offending liberals. Well, that's because they're easily offended. But even that is not even true. It's not that they don't want to offend liberals. It's that they are liberals, and so they want to censor conservatives at the corporate level. But Levin's book is going to be sold at Target. Liberals' heads will explode. But we're boycotting Target anyway, so what difference does it make? 
Unilever stock loses $2.5 billion amid calls to boycott Ben and Jerry's over a tweet. And this is on the 4th of July when Ben and Jerry's is bashing the United States as a slaveholding, colonizing country. So uh, they took a major hit. So stop buying Ben and Jerry's. They hate America. But we're finally starting to move the needle. Other good news. More examples of this. Sound of Freedom whips Disney's Indiana Jones. And so Sound of Freedom, the new movie with Jim Caviezel from Angel Studios, had a huge 4th of July. But since it's now both films have now been in theaters for a week, Sound of Freedom is crushing Indiana Jones. Now, obviously, Indiana Jones, a major, major movie series that always does well at the theaters, even if Harrison Ford is 83 years old or whatever, you'd think, yeah, Indiana Jones, that's going to be a big blockbuster hit. People are going to go see it. People like the Indiana Jones movies. They like Harrison Ford. It's going to be a big one. And for it to get whooped by Sound of Freedom is really telling. Really telling. We're we're moving the needle, folks. We are finally coalescing as a movement, as a culture, and we're having an impact, and we are moving the needle. So this success, though, doesn't come without enemies, of course. So the Sound of Freedom is getting attacked all over the media because it's so successful. That's what they can't stand. It's not one of their films, and the fact that it's beating their own Hollywood trash is driving them nuts. Now, I haven't seen either one of these films. Maybe I will this weekend. But, you know, I got to say, the Sound of Freedom is actually, there's a buzz. It's been a while since a movie has really generated a buzz like this. I mean, even in recent history, not too many movies generate a buzz. I mean, just just from somebody that uh, follows follows the film industry, just because I, I, I like movies, Dune had kind of a buzz about it. Batman movie last year kind of had a buzz about it, but those are big Hollywood productions. This this movie probably had a bigger buzz than both of, both of those major Hollywood films last year. It whooped Indiana Jones in the box office. I mean, people are texting me about it, saying how great it was. People are sending me messages saying, hey, have you seen it yet? Let's go see it this weekend. So uh, Jim Caviezel talks about it. He's like, very, very rarely, but it does happen where movies can can change the world in a way. Now, his his movie is doing that. So, of course, it's being attacked like this. This is just an example. Sound of Freedom, this is from The Guardian, but the, the, these stories are everywhere. Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller seducing America. So, oh, because, it's, because it tackles the issue of child sex trafficking and human trafficking and sex slavery that makes it QAnon and they and and that's just supposedly doesn't exist now I can go right now I can go right now and I can go to the Guardian who publishes this story and I guarantee you they cover Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking island um, I know that they covered other sex trafficking operations too because I just went back and checked so so the point is the Guardian has published stories where they cover child sex trafficking and sex slavery. 
They've covered it themselves. And then they write a story saying, oh, Sound of Freedom is QAnon. It talks about child sex trafficking. That doesn't exist. Even though they've covered it before. So what is that? It's a defense mechanism. One, they don't like the fact that a non-Hollywood film that, 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 that's not coming from the big Hollywood producers with the big Hollywood propaganda is beating their films. They can't stand that. But then two, see, they want to be able to do their movies to cover their issues like Michael Moore with gun control. But you're not allowed to do that against child sex trafficking or you're QAnon. But, oh, that's a real story, so they don't want that out there either. They don't want people to know that this stuff might actually go on, which it does. Now, Caviezel, in response to the hit pieces, has said he's going to, he's going to, he's going to expose a CIA pedophile ring. Now, here's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what Jim Caviezel is talking about, but perhaps he's talking about this. We already know about CIA pedophile rings. Yeah, here, here's more from the Washington Post. I mean, we can cover these stories all day long. This is open information. This is on the FBI's own website. And the FBI and the CIA were both involved. And from Will Save the Kids, they, they shared this link here. The CIA was running an organization called The Finders that kidnapped children from daycares locked them in cages on a farm in Virginia, subjected them to satanic ritual abuse, had them participate in orgies, blood rituals, and the sacrifice of other children, and then sold them as sex slaves to be overseas. This is all on the FBI's own vault. It came out via Freedom of Information Acts. So that's very real. So is that the CIA pedophile ring Jim Caviezel is talking about, or is it something else? And is the Washington Post going to act like it doesn't exist? July 4th, 2023 is here. Declare independence against the globalists, against Klaus Schwab, against the WF, against the UN and their new worldwide medical treaty claiming control over not just our nation state's medical systems, but our very bodies. Declare independence against the federal government that's been captured at the top by globalist operatives. Declare independence against Big Pharma and GMO and Bill Gates. Declare independence against Satan and his entire operation against you and your family. And the place to join the resistance to fight the new world order to get the latest information intel is infowars.com newswars.com and band.video and if you can't share those links because a big brother you can share currently a url they're not blocking madmaxworld.tv we're fighting hard you're fighting hard and i want to salute you all on this july 4th 2023 and encourage you all to spread the word about infowars.com and get amazing products at infowarsstore.com today that's infowarsstore.com declare independence for tyranny now the fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right. I've been covering the economy more so than usual this week talking about some of the issues but mostly yesterday at a loss as to why we don't see in the political discussions anybody trying to tackle the issue of mortgage rates that are now even worse I mean folks Joe Biden is not only crushing the middle class if you destroy 
the middle class, then you end up just having the haves and have-nots. And that's where things are going now, and the housing market is one indicator of it. But remember, Joe Biden says, we're going to build from the middle out and the bottom up. I've explained in the past how that's literally impossible. Uh, Trickle-down economics is not an economic theory. However, that would work. That would actually have a, a, a practical and applicable process of, of actually working. You cannot build an economy from the bottom up. That, that's literally impossible, but that's Bidenomics, an actual economic theory come up from Joe Biden. So uh, here's, here's, what the, here's what the mainstream news is now saying about the Bidenomics phenomenon here in clip 11. One op-ed titled Bidenomics Spin Versus Economic Reality says Americans, particularly working and middle-class Americans, are poorer today than they were during the Trump administration. A report in Bloomberg says the middle class's economic anxiety will decide the 2024 election. The outlet citing a study out of UC Berkeley, which, and I quote, the president has a middle class problem. The bottom line, more than $2 trillion in wealth held by the middle class has been eliminated since the Fed started hiking interest rates. And you can see how the Dow is sliding um, right now, down almost 500 points after Fed officials yesterday signaled yet another hike is likely. So we've got inflation and we've got Rising interest rates, we've got $3 trillion the middle class has suffered in losses in one year, and yet the president is still touting his Bidenomics, and Democrats, every time I have a Democrat on the air talking about Bidenomics, they tout raising wages. A rise in wages means nothing when inflation is at such an all-time high. Now, let's expand on this with some of the other news today. And I, I I only tell this stuff because I feel like Sometimes stuff that I deal with or I go through, a lot of people out there in the audience go through too. So I'll talk about stuff that, that, that I do or I'm going through if I feel it's relatable. So I, I purchased my first house during the Trump economy and uh, the housing market was up. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that I got fleeced, but the housing market was definitely up in Austin. But luckily, I got a low interest rate. Well, since Biden has got in, the housing market has not collapsed, but it's gone significantly down. So I can't sell my house and I can't buy a new house unless I'm willing to pay over 7% interest, which would be more than triple what my current interest rate is. Now, why am I saying this? Because folks, this is what the middle class is all about. That's what the middle class is all about. It's about having assets or property that you can have equity in and the number one asset to put equity into is a house and they're pricing you out the central banks the hedge firms and now the mortgage rates are pricing out the middle class you cannot afford these interest rates or or rather you're going to make a financial decision and say why would i pay over seven percent on an interest rate and end up paying a million dollars for a four hundred thousand dollar house you wouldn't you're going to end up renting and not owning anything. That's the plan. 30-year fixed mortgage rates soar to 7.2%. They've also said they think it's going to increase two more times before the end of the year. But you know who can't afford houses? The super rich and the elite. And they're buying in cash. Cash buyers claim record share of New York City's housing market. So Joe Biden, who claims he's building the economy from the bottom up in the middle out, which is literally impossible, 
is actually crushing the middle class and, and taking away the best opportunity you have to find some stability. Diddle in the trenches with Bo Diddle. He's out at uh, an event where a trans individual, this is a man dressed up as a woman, uh, takes his man boob out and grabs his own nipple. I guess he's into the nipple play too and uh, assaults Bo. Oh my gosh, boy, I just, I can, I can relate to that. And so Bo Diddle joins me now and Bo, correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe we have met before. I know that you have been doing your content for some time. Um, there, now, there's a recent thing that you've started to do that really grabbed my attention why I wanted to bring you on today. But, 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 but first, you've been at this for a while. You've been in the trenches for a while. Just generally speaking, that, that event that we saw you at where you got assaulted by that trans person, this is what you deal with regularly. This is why you call it in the trenches. Yeah, it's every day. Um, I, I don't think there's a better name than the trenches uh, as soon as you go in there, you're just constantly met with hostility. Uh, they don't know how to do civil conversation. I kind of have a running joke on my channel called, and I just say, I'm just asking questions because that's literally all I'm doing is asking these people questions. But as soon as they know that you're against them, um, and a lot of times if you're just dressing normal, like if I went into a pride parade or to an LGBTQ event looking like this, they would instantly be against me because I look normal. Yeah, that's actually part of the tell is there, there's definitely an energy they can sense, but that's why sometimes you have to go in and camouflage with like, you know, a, a pink wig or a Bernie mm -hmm. hat or something like that to just try to fit in and not have them have the vitriolic immediate response to you. But what is yeah. that? Why do you think that is? Is it that they're they're so opposed to anything being normal because they want to build a world in their defunct, degenerate, divergent yeah. image? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they're trying to get this world away from Christ. And, and people that look traditional, people that look conservative, they're automatically going to be against. The further that, that they're getting you away, they're getting the world away from Christ, the happier they are. Um, so, you know, when people are dressed like idiots, like animals, uh, then that makes them happy because they know that nine times out of ten, they're probably following the world they're probably following their kinky obsessions that's just disgusting um and getting away from christ yeah and th th we're starting to actually see their kinks displayed in public now they don't even hide it you know it used to be they they keep that type of thing to themselves maybe in their bedrooms no now they just walk out on the streets they engage children with it as well uh but but that's kind of what you you've been doing for a while that's your standard content but you've you've done something yeah. new here that really got my attention because I've seen this before, and I wasn't even anticipating this until I was at a church where they were having a drag queen story time. And at the at the end of their little drag queen story time deal, the pastor of this church and his little help, they come over and they call the cops on us and they, they want us off the grounds. And I'm just trying to have a general conversation with this uh, so-called pastor, 
And, and, and I realized real quickly, like, this man is a total fraud. This is not a man of God. He doesn't know anything about the Bible. He doesn't pray to Jesus Christ. He doesn't believe any of this. This is a total front operation. And I called him out on it right there to his face. But I just saw that there, and I realized, wow, this is what's yeah. going on. You're actually going to these churches. We've got some of the videos here, too. But but talk about why you decided to do this and, and what your experience has been like going to these churches that have pride events and trans events and just asking questions. Yeah, it actually started in my community. I saw where the uh, local community LGBTQ page posted that a church was having a benefit. And uh, to be honest with you, prior to that, I did not know that there were so many LGBTQ churches. So I was like, you know, why not go in, ask them about their theology, ask them what they believe about God, and then what justifies uh, their reasoning to bring in the LGBTQ. So I did that, and uh, that video was just insane. I was not expecting to get hit, to get up, or not get hit, but to get pushed, um, to have the cops threatened to be called on me. The, the way that these quote-unquote progressive Christians deal with you uh, is quite concerning. But I think that the scariest part of all is they don't have consistent answers. I mean, some of these people will say they don't believe in God at all, even though they're a Christian church. Others will say they believe in God, but they don't uh, follow the Bible. You know, every place I go, it's a different answer, uh, which is really concerning to me. Well, and it just shows, too, because you go up to these guys and, and you've been doing your YouTube channel for a long time. You're 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 well seasoned. You know how to approach these things. So you go and you say, hey, I'm here to do some interviews. And they usually are open arms. They say, Oh, yeah, we'll talk. We'll yeah. talk to media because they're probably used to people coming in and promoting their stuff. I mean, you turn on your local mm -hmm. news outlet. It's it's gay all day long. But oh, so they sit down with you to have a conversation. And all of a sudden you start asking some questions they're not used to. They start to get a little yeah. nervous. As soon as you say, can you provide me a scripture? I kid you not, their, their attitudes change instantly. I mean, as soon as you bring up the Bible, it's like repellent to them. They just get angry. They want you out, and the interview's over. And, I mean, I kid you not, as soon as I bring up biblical scripture that opposes them, they're just trying to fight me. They're like, get out. We're done. The conversation's over. So what do you think is really going on here? I mean, there could be a litany of things, but when I, when I discovered this church in San Antonio that was doing the Drag Queen Storytime for Kids— and and ran into the pastor and as some of his help, I realized that first of all, it was obvious this is not this is not a godly man. Uh, it was obvious for multiple reasons. But so then it has me asking, well, then what is really going on here? Why does why does this individual run a church? What gave him the idea or the inspiration to run a church? It wasn't God? It wasn't his spirituality or his religion? Is it a front group? Is is something else going on? What do you think is going on behind all these uh, so called Christian churches that are really just leftist? indoctrination centers now. Yeah. See, I wouldn't call them churches. I think it's just LGBTQ people that are seeking a community. It's something I've started to, started to bring up a lot on my channel of, are you seeking family? Or are you seeking people that support you? And all the time their answer is, yes, I want that community. And they see that in church, which is great, but they still are taking it uh, the wrong way and they're using a church to justify their immoral decisions instead of, you know, following the true gospel and following Jesus Christ. You know, I also suspect that there might be a, a tax break incentive here as well. Oh, that could definitely happen. I would not be surprised at all. 
I mean, this is what the corrupt, this is what the elite are wanting. They're wanting the world away from Christ. Uh, for the first time ever, as of like a couple of years ago, church attendance is under 50%. That's a horrifying statistic. You have to ask yourself why. And I think a lot of it has to do with Christians not doing their jobs well. The other part has to do with progressive Christians, which are essentially taking you out of Christianity and all. I think it's. I, I think you're right on. I think what what I'm noticing is most most churches, and this is why, quite frankly, I just I just lost interest in going to church anymore. Most churches you go to, and there's just it's not inspiring. It's it's not even. It's like if the pastor doesn't know what's going on in the world, then I, I'm sorry, but I I just don't understand how he can relate scriptures to what's going on in the world. Yeah. He's just up there going through the motions as well. But what I've noticed is, and tell me if you've noticed this too. The, the churches where the pastor is actually telling it like it is, knows what's going on in the world, not afraid to bring politics into it. Those are the churches that are growing, and it's these other churches that help put up the gay pride flag and everything else. Those are the ones that are dying, but those are kind of the traditionalists that just end up leaving Christianity or the church altogether. Yeah, no, I hope you're right. I really do. Uh, one of my good friends, one of my favorite pastors, Pastor Greg Locke, He's had tremendous success, and, and he preaches the true gospel. He tells it how it is. He's not afraid to bring uh, politics into it, and I think because of that is a lot of the reason he's had so much growth in his church. So, you know, I just pray that we get back uh, to to having the church uh, be the middle of this country, uh, but it seems like right now that's gone. So I'm trying to dedicate my YouTube channel, my platform, to, to making that happen again. Well, I want to ask you more about that on the other side of this break. Bo Diddle is with us, his show In the Trenches. You can find him on YouTube as well. I am curious, though, if he's ever had to deal with any censorship there. I'm going to ask him that on the other side of this break. Uh, he's shaking his head. I I'm going to make a safe bet and say he's probably dealt with some censorship there. We'll ask Bo Diddle on the other side of this break. And what comes next exposing the LGBTQ fake churches? We just ended three-plus years of U.N. worldwide lockdowns and restrictions and forced injections. Russia and Ukraine have been battling in a NATO-Russia proxy war the last year and a half. Islamists are burning down large parts of cities across Europe. The U.S. border has completely collapsed. Millions and millions are coming across here. Many of them kidnap children. Fentanyl deaths for over 100,000 a year. GMO products are being forced on the public. 5G is being erected in every major industrialized country. Cancer rates are exploding. Heart attacks, strokes, neurological disorders. Now 25-year-olds are, quote, getting Alzheimer's. Inside, the mRNA injections are the programming for spike protein of the HIV delivery system growing in our brains. And that's just the start of the new world order. The transgender cults chopping the penises and breasts off of millions of children. But we're fighting it at InfoWars.com. Uh, speaking of support, we have the biggest sale of the year so far, the July 4th Supercell going right now. And Nitric Boost is so good for your heart, your brain, your lungs, your cardiovascular. Everybody needs to clean out your blood and then to take on a routine basis. Plus, it does great things for your muscles, your stamina, your libido. It's amazing. It is in stock right now. Super Female Vitality is selling out. Uh, we got a good shipment of it in. The Super Mel's sold out. Despite that, it's 60% off. Then, of course, we have super high-quality, high-spectrum, full-spectrum CBD oil. It's great for your neurological systems, your whole body. 
It's available. Infowarstore.com discounted. Up to 60% off double Patreon points at Infowarstore.com. And we are selling out of Real Red Bill Plus. Uh, but if you want that, you can get that. I mean, it's going to sell out in like a week at current sales rates. Thank you all for your support. Uh, again, we need funds to be able to stay on air. We're, we're starting to dig out of the hole. I want to get way out of the hole and expand. Uh, but we can only do that with your support, so please take action now. Infowarstore.com. You can also make a straight donation at Infowarstore.com. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Well, you can find him on Twitter at Diddle TV, on Instagram and YouTube at Bo Diddle. It's my guest, Bo Diddle. He's with me now. Now, YouTube, I, I've been I've been following you on Twitter lately, but YouTube is probably your your number one place to find your content. What kind of censorship have you dealt with over there throughout the years with your street activism? You know, surprisingly. It's not been as bad as many would think. Um, as long as you're not talking about COVID and the election, that's the two things that YouTube focuses on the most. So I've been uh, pretty successful. I think I've had one video taken down, and I was basically in the video calling them a, a groomer and, and basically a pedophile. Uh, so that video got taken down. Um, I, I can kind of see why. I should have kept that off YouTube. But um, other than... Other than the election and COVID, I've been, uh, you know, pretty lucky on YouTube. Now, this isn't a shock, but TikTok, you know, I was taken down close to a million. Uh, I had 1.2 million on the Republican Ipad House and then 800,000 on my personal channel. Both of those were taken down. I think I'm at like account number 25 on TikTok, but I don't think that's a shocker to anyone. I'm, I don't have to go in detail about uh, the TikTok ban. So... For the most part, though, you're saying you think that YouTube and maybe this might apply to the rest of the big tech companies, their mo their main issue is elections. And I guess if they want to run a, a sham pandemic, they don't want you talking about that. But as long as you're engaged in more cultural stuff like the LGBTQ uh, Christianity stuff, you're saying that they seem to be a little more hands off. That's been my experience. I don't want to talk for everyone, but for me personally, I've. I've been able to dodge most of the bullets uh, just in case I have two channels that are completely separated. So if one gets banned, Lord willing, I have another one to fall back on. I've tried to do this really strategically because uh, I know what censorship is and, and how truly terrifying it is in the United States. So, uh, you know, being a conservative, being a Christian, it, it's hard. But, you know, the, the odds are against us, but we just got to fight, fight over it. So where is in the trenches going next where what what trenches are you going to be in next you know i've not made up my mind because june has been such a big month i mean i was traveling nonstop the month of june going to various pride parades i'm working like 12 hour days just editing all of this content trying to get it out i actually did a 24 hour challenge handcuffed to a liberal to top off uh the month of june i'm so excited for that video to come out so um, I really don't know, but it'll be it'll be somewhere good. That's for sure. You handcuffed yourself to a liberal. Uh, are we sure this wasn't a sexual kink for this individual? <laughs> Man, I hope not. No, he was actually pretty cool. Um, I think I think uh, my 
talks with him may have gotten him closer to God. He started to talk more to me. Like he'll message me and just say like, Hey, I've been thinking more about God. You know, I, I saw stuff there. So, you know, that video, I was wanting him to scream at me, you know, be a pretty entertaining video, but really it turned out to be more of him. He's not accepted Christ yet, but possibly accepting Christ. So uh, I couldn't be happier with the way the video turned out. What about accepting uh, the other realities of the world around him, like uh, the realities of Democrat Party policies destroying the cities? Has he been able to accept that yet? That that I don't have a good answer for. Um, he's very pro-choice, and um, you know I worked on him on that. A lot of it I kind of think is the attention aspect. I think a lot of these pro-choicers they love the attention. Uh, they love going to protests. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but it's like Republicans. We have big events. We have big conferences. Democrats don't have that. They just have protests, and I think that's kind of what makes us a little bit different. Uh, you know, some people seek attention, and then we seek, you know, making positive change. Well, I think the exercise, whether it's, I don't know if I would handcuff myself to anybody for 24 hours, uh, let alone a, a leftist. However, I, I think that the direction is right. We need to have more discussions with our our opposition because really we're not enemies at the end of the day. And and that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the trap that we've 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 fallen into is being pit against one another when when really we should be uniting even with our disagreements. But but part of what I think needs to happen it's 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 kind of like combat rituals or or other kind of cultural rituals that date back forever. We need to have the moment of coming together, breaking bread, and saying, "Hey, we were both at the table for this. We might have fought like cat and dogs, but here we are. We're still at the table together, and we're in this together." I don't see enough of this. Even even like the Musk versus Zuckerberg fight is, is kind of like, to me, it's in the right direction. It's like, hey, we've got different views, but if we can't come together and, and fight it out and still break bread amicably, then we got no chance. No, we don't. You're right about that. And I think one thing, I, I don't like giving Democrats any credit, but I think one thing that they've done better than us is they've realized they've, they've utilized emotions. Uh, they attack gen z with emotions and i think that's how they're they're getting these votes is uh, you know they're saying if you're pro-choice you're helping women and if you're pro-life you're supporting people dying you're supporting mothers dying uh same same with you know the southern border and you know all of these big major issues i think that the left has been able to utilize emotions so i think you know the, the republicans our side the conservatives we need to start taking uh some of their plays out of their playbook and start utilizing emotions to to hopefully draw votes to our side as well. You know, one example of success when it comes to that, and, and I think it's a lot harder for conservatives and Christians to do that because most of the emotion drawn out by liberals is is based in fraud. But the one the one that has been successful is is really on the abortion issue. So many people change their mind on abortion when they actually see and, and learn about the procedure and, and, and they see a baby's heart stop or they see the baby get ripped rip limb from limb, whatever it is, you know, there's an example of using emotion, but, but based in reality to change people's minds. Yeah, no, I was actually in Orlando filming a video talking to a Satanist and a very extreme pro-choicer. And I showed her a picture uh, of an aborted baby and she instantly was like, stop showing me that. Why are you showing me that? And I was like, you're triggered 
because it's probably very sad to you. It's probably very scary that this is what you're supporting. So no, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a very effective technique. Uh, we need to start playing with emotions more uh, to, to try, try and draw people off uh, the losing side and onto the right side. Well, we're right. They're wrong. Everybody knows it. And uh, they're really this just living in denial at this point. Well, let me ask you this in the final 60 seconds. I think I know your answer, but uh, I am curious. Who has your vote for 2024? Well, I'll happily say Donald Trump. I think that he has the fan base. I think he has the support. I don't think any other uh, person has the support that he does. So, I mean, the answer is quite obvious. I think that he's he's got the financial ability to, to make a strong run. I don't think DeSantis really has anything. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be one of those DeSantis bashers. I think he has been an effective governor, and I'm not going to be one of those people uh, that says that DeSantis is a terrible person. But I also don't think it's his time. I think it's Trump's time. He has a lot of stuff he needs to redeem. And, uh, yeah, it's time to get uh, the president to become a resident at a uh, mental institution and then get Donald Trump back in the White House. There you have it, Bo Diddle. So glad you joined us today. Keep up the good work, brother, and I'm sure we'll be having you on again. Thank you so much. I look forward to it. God bless. July 4th, 2023 is here. Declare independence against the globalists, against Klaus Schwab, against the WF, against the UN and their new worldwide medical treaty claiming control over not just our nation states' medical systems, but our very bodies. Declare independence against the federal government that's been captured at the top by globalist operatives. Declare independence against Big Pharma and GMO and Bill Gates. Declare independence against Satan and his entire operation against you and your family. And the place to join the resistance to fight the new world order to get the latest information and intel is InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, and Band.Video. And if you can't share those links because a big brother, you can share currently a URL or not blocking, MadMaxWorld.tv. We're fighting hard. You're fighting hard. And I want to salute you all on this July 4th, 2023, and encourage you all to spread the word about InfoWars.com and get amazing products at InfoWarsStore.com today. That's InfoWarsStore.com. Declare independence for tyranny now. Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the War Room. All right, I was talking earlier about Bidenomics and how the middle class is being crushed right now. Rob Dew happened to hear that and also had a personal story that I think a lot of people can relate to, including myself, because I forgot to add on and mention the fact that they're also raising our taxes, specifically property taxes, which should be illegal anyway. And here in Austin, we just got crushed. People don't even believe me. My property taxes went up three times. Out of nowhere, I had to start paying three times as much on my property taxes. Now, we do have a process here to protest these taxes, and you hope you can get them lowered, but the government obviously doesn't have any uh, real motivation to do that. So, so Rob Dew, you're going through this process, and uh, you, you've moved a few times over the years as your family has expanded, so you've kind of seen what the market has done. 
so, so what is this process like, and, and what can you talk about firsthand when it comes to the middle ca- class just being crushed right now? Well, I recommend anytime they try to raise your property taxes, you protest it, and then you have to go in front of a committee, committee of three, who claim, they claim, this is their claim when you walk in, that they're independent, they don't work for the county, they were appointed, they're volunteering, all these things to make them look like, oh, we're not part of the system. And so I let the, the county go first, and he basically showed six properties that uh, were comparative to my size, and here's here's the prices, and most of them were from 2022 that they were sold. Uh, I think only one was from 2023 and 2021. And then they're like, all right, you get to go. All right, I start off with uh, Redfin. Homes in Austin and Boise are selling for 80000 less than a year ago. And in, in actual Austin, it's 85000 less. Then I go to a Daily Mail article. Home prices crumble, take their biggest dive in 11 years. Because their their whole idea is they want to raise it. And because I got a homestead exemption, they can only raise it 10%. But it's all the way. We're going to go 10% every year, brother. That's oh, they what, know they it. Do. They always get the most they can. Yeah. And if you don't have that homestead, they crush you. Because oh, cru- the first year you, you buy a house, you don't get the homestead exemption. You're about to find out, uh, Mr. Derek. Oh, oh and, but don't uh, worry. I got, uh, I got screwed on this, too, because I filed a homestead years ago. Right. And it, and it got accepted. But, oh, what do you know? The government makes a mistake. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my homestead isn't there anymore. And they raise my property tax three times, and they say, oh, well, it was a clerical error oh, we're sorry. because you haven't had a driver's license updated. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's always your fault. It's always your fault. Uh, and then I showed them about, you know, Texas House Democrats and Republicans are trying to lower people's property taxes. So literally the state of Texas is trying to figure out a way they can't agree on the plan how to lower people's property taxes. And then the coup de gras, a house on my street, just lowered the price of their house. It's been on the market for 133 days, lowered the price $50,000. I'm yeah. like, so this this myth that houses are going up is is wrong. It's, no. it's 100% wrong. And I said, you need to keep it at the same price that it was last year, which was a 40% increase from the year before, 39%. Well, um, and, and I think just so people get a better understanding of this too, Austin is kind of a, a special case. I mean, the Austin economy really boomed especially in the Trump years. I mean, houses were selling like hotcakes. People were getting top dollar for their houses. I mean, you put it on the market, you usually got an offer above the price that you had it on. Right. This lasted till about right after the pandemic, and then it started to slow down. And then and then once the Bidenomics set in, it's just been crushed. So, I mean, folks are having trouble getting their house off the market. They paid top dollar for it. Now they're having to drop it 100000 or more. And I mean, it's really afford, crazy. People can't afford the interest rates. Yeah, and that's the big one. You know, when in 2021, my interest rates were around three percent, and now they're looking at seven. It's over seven, and that that's a doubling of your percentage rate, which is going to double your house payment. It, it just it increases on itself, and people can't pay this stuff, and it, that's why you're seeing a lot of Airbnbs. People are getting out and and selling them, and it, that market is is going down because they can't maintain the weight of these taxes. So I present my case. He presented his case. I presented my case. And and I'm looking at the lady, and she she goes, uh, I vote yay that we keep it that we keep it at the, this high new rate. And and the next person goes yay. The one dude sitting on the on the committee just looks pissed off the entire time. He voted no, but hey, it's two to three, so I lose. So my property taxes are going up ten percent no matter what. And I gave him a few choice words. And uh, uh, Rosie Martin, I'm going to be coming to your house, um, putting a sign up in front of it. Definitely. Well, and, and, but I'm, here's what here's what's so stupid about it to me. Why don't you pay the price that you paid? 
Like, why, right. why are we making up prices? These, these are, it's all theoretical. It's all theoretical. And it goes up Well, they go, oh, we have these other things. We have these other houses that sold for this. It's not my house. I'm not selling my house. I don't want to sell my house. I might have to sell my house eventually because the property taxes are going to be too damn high. These people don't care, though. They don't care. And I love it. She starts talking with the, the assessor from the county like she's working. She's like, oh, we're independent. But then she's sitting there talking with him like, we have to follow all the laws. That are, well, you're working with this guy now. You just admit it. So she admits that she's working with him. And then her, the best thing is, he goes, I'm not raising your property taxes. Okay. By raising the price of my house, you are raising my property taxes. Literally. <laughs> Literally, this meeting is about my property taxes. And she's, oh, no, <laughs> we're just looking at the value of your home, which raises my property taxes. We're just looking at the value of your home. So, but wait a which second. Let me ask you this. raises my property taxes. Let me ask you this. So Sorry, I, I'm guessing that the, 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 the assessment rose the price above what you paid for it oh big oh yeah i'm already i'm way past that right okay now do you think you could sell your house for what you paid for it on the market today based on the house that's on the market on my street that just dropped theirs by fifty thousand, i they did get one offer two hundred and fifty thousand dollars less than their asking price well i'll tell you what i'm about to go through this myself and i i i my case seems so open and shut that if they don't accept uh, to lower my property taxes, I mean, I'm telling you, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll write a story. It's going to be so egregious. There's only one way, brother. It's up. It's going up. And these idiots over in the uh, Texas legislature are, are just frittering about how much money they're going to pay teachers. They don't realize the suffering that's going on. And it's homeowners. I'm not a, I'm not a property investor. I, if I had like 10 properties and they were all going up, yeah, sure. Okay, well, that's my bad. I got in the market and you can only homestead one property. But this is where I live and it's going up every year. It's basically I pay two mortgages, one for the house and one for the taxes. Yeah, well, that's the problem. And so when it comes to the middle class getting crushed, this is such a big thing. And, and, and finally, it felt like after four years of the Trump economy – there was a chance you can get into the asset economy now. You can get into the housing economy now. This is one of the biggest things for the middle class to get into the asset economy. Having a house and getting equity out of it is one of the biggest things. And I'm just sitting here. I'm not a big numbers guy, but you know, I crunch the numbers enough to say, okay, what is the real value of me purchasing a house? Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? What are my other options? And it was like right on a razor's edge of it even being worth it. And that was assuming I can even sell my house for what I paid for it, yeah. which right now doesn't look like the case. I don't know how anybody can get into the housing market right now in Austin, unless you're, you know, the super rich and you're fine. Middle class, how you can pay more than 7% in interest rates, plus the property taxes here. I don't know how anybody can own a house if you're middle class well, in Austin. Only BlackRock can buy these houses, and they're renting them out to people because people can't afford it. And like Klaus Schwab says, you own nothing, you're, and you're going to be happy. And that's what they want. They want a suffering, and these idiots over in the Texas legislature aren't doing anything. I guarantee you they're not going to come up with one solution because they don't want a solution. The solution is to keep fleecing the milk cows, which we all are, and that's where it's it's never going to end until the people – I mean, people are going to have to like get pretty nutty for this stuff to end because it ain't ending. But I personally, I'm going to go do my part. I'm going to go uh, go talk to the people who raise my property taxes who are telling me they're not raising my property taxes. They're doing it, and they sit there and tell you, oh, we're only raising the price of your house. <laughs> That's all we're doing. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a mind screw. This is, this is, this is a serious human interest story, and um, I think you and I, when I, once I go through my process, we'll see what happens. Hope I have better luck than you. But we should probably just like sit down and do just a little podcast and go over all the details 
so people can see just how egregious it is. I mean, it is just outright theft yeah. happening on the Austin housing economy right now. Just theft. And, and they go, I'm watching them negotiate. I'm waiting in the waiting room, and they're negotiating with these other homeowners. So before they go into their hearing, they're like, listen, we're just looking at the assessed value of your house. This isn't this isn't the value. This isn't the tax rate. We don't we don't control that. Yeah. And, and you're like, OK, but every other house in my neighborhood is half that price. Why are you doing this to me? Rob Dew, thanks for joining me. Oh, boy. Good luck with your peaceful protest. Yeah. I know it'll be fun. We just ended three plus years of U.N. worldwide lockdowns and restrictions and forced injections. Russia and Ukraine have been battling in a NATO-Russia proxy war the last year and a half. Islamists are burning down large parts of cities across Europe. The U.S. border has completely collapsed. Millions and millions are coming across here. Many of them kidnapped children. Fentanyl deaths are over 100,000 a year. GMO products are being forced on the public. 5G is being erected in every major industrialized country. Cancer rates are exploding. Heart attacks, strokes, neurological disorders. Now 25-year-olds are, quote, getting Alzheimer's. Inside, the mRNA injections are the programming for spike protein of the HIV delivery system growing in our brains. And that's just the start of the new world order. The transgender cults chopping the penises and breasts off of millions of children. But we're fighting it at InfoWars.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Infowars.com forward slash show. but I at least want to let you know what's going on. You've got a Epstein Island victim who was being raped multiple times a day, who just came out and gave public testimony. You have Ghislaine Maxwell, who was involved in the whole thing, says she's about to drop names next week. So uh, Maxwell didn't kill herself. And then you've got some developing situations over in the Ukraine. Did they try to pull the false flag at the... uh, Zarzokaria or whatever it's called, power plant. And then is that why the White House is now sending 800 million more to Ukraine plus cluster bombs for the first time? So just throwing all that out there. 
But that's not in my stack of news today. It's just some developing stories I want to let you know is going on before I get into the rest of the news here today. But ladies and gentlemen, InfoWarsStore.com, that's how everything we do here is possible. That's how this show is possible. That's how the great crew here is possible. And so we thank you for your continued support at InfoWarsStore.com. And we have the 4th of July sale extended. It's still going on right now. Top selling, top rated products up to 50% off like my go-to before the show every day. 50% off Brain Force Ultra and Brain Force Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Don't forget about 10% off all emergency food supplies. Big savings there. And air filtration and water filtration systems. But if you're not looking for a big purchase today, you still need toothpaste. So why not shop with the good guys? Get your toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. But it's also a great toothpaste. It's not just something you go and try to support us. You also get a great toothpaste. It's my favorite toothpaste now. In fact, uh, I had a, 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 I was on the last remnants of a super blue uh, tube of toothpaste that I ran out last night, and I went, and now I've got the super silver that I had in, uh, in in my stockpile there at home. So I'm on the super silver again, so I love that. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com, but remember, the Patriot Points competition is still on. You've got uh, just about an hour left to make your submission. Whoever has the most Patriot Points in their account will get a t-shirt and a special gift and so all you got to do is go on Twitter, use hashtag Patriot Points, and we will be reviewing that to see who has the most points. And whoever has the most points in the last segment, that will be it. Once the show signs off, submissions will no longer count. Whoever has the most points will be the winner. And so this is a way of us saying thank you for continuing to support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Okay. Let's let's start picking up and putting down some of this other news then. So I mentioned this yesterday, Meta, Facebook, Instagram, their company, Mark Zuckerberg, starts an app that is directly competition to Twitter. I mean, that's the whole purpose. They basically mirrored it as much as they could and tried to make it look and act like Twitter and feel like Twitter as much as they possibly could. Um, now, it's funny because before I get into the follow-up news, th- this basically came and went in 24 hours. I mean, the app is still up, but it had massive traffic out of the gates, and then it kind of sucked, and then people started getting censored, and everybody ended up back on Twitter. But listen to this from Zuckerberg. I mean, you got to admit, for a guy who's made so much money, he seems really dumb. And so it makes you wonder about what's going on here with the uh, Threads app, but we'll get into that in a second. But So Mark Cuban makes this post on Threads, and he says, Hey, Zuckerberg, you sure you have to open this up to everyone? It's pretty nice right now. Amazing people on here. So they, they like the censorship. They don't like everybody being on there. And, and you know, look, I, I get it, all the bots and everything, but so just ignore them. W- like, what is the problem? And so then there's Zuckerberg. He responds, this is hilarious. Is he this stupid? He says... The goal is to keep it friendly as it expands. Oh, that's nice. I think it's possible and will ultimately be the key to its success. That's not going so well. I guess liberals love it existing in an echo chamber, but here's the part where it's just hilarious. That's one reason why Twitter never succeeded as much as I think it should have. And we want to do it differently. Twitter never succeeded, huh? 
Twitter never succeeded. Twitter never succeeded so much that Mark Zuckerberg tried to start a new app that was the exact same thing as Twitter. Twitter never succeeded, according to Mark Zuckerberg. By the way, how's the metaverse going, Mark? How's threads going, Mark? Oh, and it turns out it was all a data mining operation, by the way. And now you can't delete your Threads account or your Threads without deleting your entire Instagram account. Oops, caught ya. Data mining operation, just like Facebook. So, so what is the real deal with Zuckerberg? Who says Twitter's not a success. Hilarious. As he tries to reinvent Twitter and fails. Oh yeah, just one of the most trafficked apps in the world, but it's not a success according to Mark Zuckerberg. But what is the real deal with Mark Zuckerberg? So it's not a secret, the allegations that Zuckerberg stole the Facebook idea and technology from other people at Harvard. They did a whole movie on that. So this, this, this idea, this allegation that Zuckerberg is nothing more than an intellectual property thief already exists. There's also, and this might be an outlier, but it could tie in, it was DARPA that made Facebook where they were running their own program I forget what it was called. Somebody, one more time, guys. LifeLog. Right, right. DARPA is running this program called LifeLog. The day DARPA shuts LifeLog down, the next day Facebook opens up and there's Zuckerberg. Now, does he seem like the kind of guy that is an elite mind, an elite charismatic person to be the leader of Facebook? Or or maybe he's just a front man. I mean, you see Elon Musk and you say, okay, there's a guy I get it. He, he's definitely... He, he's the front man of a band. Like, that's the guy that leads the band. That's the guy with the ideas. That's the guy with the charisma. That's the guy who knows how to relate to people and gets the job done. Zuckerberg doesn't relate to anybody, has no charisma, has no personality, and people already think he's an intellectual thief because of what happened before. And so now the situation with Twitter and Meta's threads. So it already failed. Just understand that. It already came and went. It's not going to be a success. It's going to go the way of the metaverse. Nobody's going to use it. And it ended up just being a data mining trap. So is Zuckerberg really working for someone else to mine your data? But here's the interesting news. So Elon Musk sues, or X-Corporation, or X-Holding sues, Meta. And it would appear they believe that Zuckerberg may have engaged in intellectual property theft again. And so the allegation here, and some of this we already know is true, Zuckerberg did hire, he was headhunting and sharking former Twitter employees. Now the allegation, I don't know if they have any evidence or not, but you'd think they have some idea to basically drop a lawsuit within 24 hours, or it was less than 24 hours, of Threads launching. And they already launched the lawsuit I write on behalf of X-Court as successor in interest to Twitter. Based on recent reports regarding your recently launched Threads app, Twitter has serious concerns that Meta Platforms has engaged in systematic, willful, and unlawful misappropriation of Twitter's trade secrets and other intellectual property. So Zuckerberg, or who's ever doing it from Meta, headhunted Twitter employees and former Twitter employees And the allegation from Twitter and Musk is that 
Zuckerberg was able to get trade secrets and intellectual property some way, shape, or form from these former Twitter employees and then use that on his Threads app. So without getting into the long, sordid history of Mark Zuckerberg and intellectual property theft allegations, add another one to the list. So what is the deal with Mark Zuckerberg? Seemingly an unreadable character, seemingly a man out of his arena when it comes to his position as the leader of Facebook and a a billionaire. This guy has no charisma. He has the personality of a pancake with no butter or syrup or anything else. He's always being accused of intellectual property theft. He's running the biggest data mining operation on the face of the, the planet in Facebook and now Threads. What is the real story with Mark Zuckerberg? Well, he's going to be fighting Elon Musk coming up soon. I'm going to put my money on Musk. Because, you know, there's something about there's something about fraud. It always ends up collapsing. And the more and more you see and hear about Mark Zuckerberg, the more and more he appears to be a total fraud and a total puppet put in that position. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Superfemal Vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect in the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com